thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. And they say the right name and we think wonderful. But then we start looking into it and somebody's told them a story about Jesus that's not exactly true. Maybe the story says the way that you can have a relationship with Jesus Christ is by giving an offering to my church. The way that you can have a relationship with Jesus Christ is by being baptized in my baptistry. The way you can have a relationship with Jesus Christ is maybe you can be a member of my church and give me an offering. Maybe you can buy my book, but they've heard a false story about Jesus. And I want you to know this. It's not enough for someone just to name the name of Jesus. It has to be the Jesus who really lived. Jesus was a great teacher. Was He God? Well, no, but He was a great teacher. Jesus was a great philanthropist. He healed the sick. He, he helped the disenfranchised. Jesus was a great man. Was He God in the flesh? If they will not accept that fact, they're not talking about the same Jesus that saved your soul and the same Jesus that that Bible presents. And Luke said, I've been an eyewitness. I, I wasn't an eyewitness rather, but I've heard from eyewitnesses. See, here was the problem. Those eyewitnesses, they were going to pass off the scene. They were going to die. They were going to pass away. And then someone would be able to come by and sell their cockamamie story, their story of foolishness because there was no one to dispute it. So Luke said, I've got to get these eyewitnesses accounts down on paper so that I can share this with the world because the story of Jesus is definite. He said, I've had perfect understanding of all things from the very first. That very first, if you have a Schofield Bible, it gives this note. It says, from above. Do you realize that as Luke was writing down these stories as he was taking these notes the Holy Ghost of God was directing him sometimes it might go like this Luke would hear a story and he'd think well that's interesting and he'd take his note and then the Holy Ghost would say you might want to follow that one a little further I preached a message a few weeks preacher wish on I hadn't even told you this I preached a message a few weeks ago about uh about the the the, the manger in Bethlehem and I preached about the tower y'all remember that and y'all thought, boy, he is deep and he's gone somewhere and he's done some study. And well, I had, that's the truth. But really what had happened, I'd visited with Preacher Wishon a few weeks earlier and he said, there's something about the manger. You've got to study this out. There's something there. And it was better than Preacher Wishon directing Luke because the Holy Ghost would say, Luke, you need to follow that trail a little bit more. Luke, you need to go talk to this person. But the Holy Ghost would so inspire Luke that he would say, here's the word you need to put down there. And what you have when you hold in your hands the book of Luke is exactly what God intended for you to have in 2021. Because Luke was writing, but the Holy Ghost was moving him along. Holy men of old spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Here's what I'm saying to you. When you have the Bible in your hand, you have the sure, settled Word of God. Man, it's good. But it's a definite story. It's a story that must be known. It's a story that comes from above. He says, Theophilus, I want to write to you in order. 
That means a consistent, a logical, a meticulous, a methodical order. And then he says, by the way, this letter is written to most excellent Theophilus. The book of Luke and the book of Acts, both of these books that we're preaching through now and just preached through last year, they are written to a man by the name of Theophilus. We don't know who Theophilus was. It was a common name. It was a name that meant lover of God, but we don't know who Theophilus was. But there are a few things we know about Theophilus, we believe about Theophilus. Number one, we believe that Theophilus was a rich man. Here's how we believe that. In the days in which Luke lived when someone would take in hand to write a history or someone would take in hand to write a book, they would dedicate it to a certain individual. And the reason they would do that is because that individual had the money. And so when they put that person's name in the front of the book, what that was saying is, for all of my readers who benefit from this book, you can thank that man because he's the one who footed the bill. And that's what Luke is saying here. He says, Theophilus, you footed the bill on this and I want to thank you. Theophilus, you made it possible for me to travel and to go to interview Mary. You made it possible for me to travel to Jerusalem and to interview Peter. Theophilus, I want to thank you. But I believe we can know something else about Theophilus. I believe he was a wealthy man, but I'll also believe this. I believe he was an aristocrat. In fact, I'll take it a step further. I don't just believe he was a wealthy man and of high class. I believe that he was a governing official in Rome. I believe that he was a governing official in the empire of Rome. You say, well, where do you get that from? Notice what your Bible says there. It says, most excellent Theophilus. Say, well, what's that all about? If you go over to the book of Acts, where we just were, three times in the book of Acts, that phrase is used, most excellent. And that was a way of addressing a ruler, a government official. And so Luke says, most excellent Theophilus. He was calling him by his title. He was calling him by his position. But here's what I love, and this blessed me so much, and I can't say this dogmatically, but I hope it'll help you today. If you go to the book of Acts, at the beginning of the book of Acts, he gives another word about Theophilus. In Luke, he says, most excellent Theophilus. He addresses him by his government title. That was the respectful thing to do. But if you go to the book of Acts chapter number 1, and I believe it's verse number 1, he says this to him, the former treatise, the book of Luke, have I written, have I made. But then he says this, O Theophilus. Well, nobody gasped, so we got to go into it just for a minute. When he said that, that would have been so disrespectful. To not address a governing official by their official title would have been a sign of disrespect unless you were their equal. You see, if I were to see our president, I would address him as Mr. President. But if a former president were to see our president, they might just call him by the first name because they're equals. Well, in the book of Luke, he says, Most excellent Theophilus, I'm looking up to you. In the book of Acts, he says, Most excellent Theophilus, we're on the same level. You say, what happened? I can't prove this, but here's what I believe happened. In the book of Luke, Theophilus is not a believer. In the book of Luke, he begins reading this account of Jesus Christ and of what Jesus did and of what Jesus taught. And he sees that story is true. That story is true. It's been corroborated. There's evidence. It's all true. And somewhere reading the book of Luke, I believe that Theophilus became a Christian. So that when he comes to Acts, he's not addressing a governing official. He's addressing a brother in Christ. Here's the thing. Everything I just said, a lot of that, if I'm going to be honest about it, was conjecture. I believe it, but I can't prove it from the Bible. Because the truth is, we don't know a lot about Luke. 
We believe he was a Gentile based on the book of Colossians. We believe that he was a doctor based on the word of God saying he was a doctor. We know that, but, but past that we don't know a lot about Luke. We know that he was faithful to Paul, but we don't know where he studied medicine. We don't know how old he lived to be. We don't know if he ever married. When it comes to Theophilus, we really don't know a lot about Theophilus. We believe he was a rich man. We believe he was probably a governing official. We believe he became a Christian, but we don't know all that. And you say, why don't we know it? Here it is. Because they're not the point of the story. This is the story of Jesus. He says, Theophilus, I'm going to write down for you in order, logically, consistently, meticulously, the order, the story of Jesus Christ. He says, Theophilus, you've got questions about Jesus. And I'm going to try to answer those. May I say to you today, if you're here and you have questions about Jesus, you're in good company. If you have questions about Jesus and you have doubts about Jesus, join the company of John the Baptist. If you have doubts about Jesus and you have questions about Jesus, join the company of Elijah. If you have doubts about Jesus and questions about Jesus, join the company of Peter and know that all of those men saw Jesus confirm Himself to them. And if you have questions, Jesus is the answer. He says, Theophilus, I know you've got questions and I want to give you some answers. Maybe Theophilus was already a Christian who wanted assurance of what he believed. Maybe he was interested but skeptical. Whatever the case... He wasn't scared of his questions. And may I say this to you today? We don't have to be scared of questions about Jesus. You say, I've got doubts about Jesus today. I've got things that my mind cannot understand about Jesus today. Let me tell you this. Jesus is not intimidated by your doubts. Jesus is not intimidated. He's saying, examine me. Look at my hands. Look at my feet. Touch my side. Look at my word. And I promise you, you'll find no fault in me. And I say to you today, the message of Jesus is declared. The message of Jesus is definite. And the message is that Jesus came in the flesh to redeem mankind. But I want to give you one final point today. And it's this. The story of Jesus is declared. The story of Jesus is definite. But finally, I want you to look at verse number 4 where we see the message of Jesus. The story of Jesus is dependable. Verse number 4, he says, Theophilus, I'm going to write it all down so you can understand the things you've been taught. Verse 4, that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. Theophilus, you've heard some things about Jesus. Theophilus, you've been told some things about Jesus. And I want to take the rest of this book, the longest book in the New Testament, and I want to confirm to you again and again that what you've heard about Jesus is true. And I want you to know and I want you to understand the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. That word certainty means this, firmness, stability. It means undoubted truth. It means security. It means not liable to fall. It means steadfast and firm. Luke says, Theophilus, there's a lot of things in this world that we can't know. A lot of things we can't trust in. But I'm going to tell you one that you can trust every single time. Jesus will never fail you. Jesus will never tell you a lie. Jesus is the very truth of God. And He's certain. He's steadfast. He is dependable. Before the year 2020, there were a lot of people that I thought I could trust and I could believe. At the end of 2020 and now into 2021, I found that there are some people that I really can't believe everything they say. Now, I'm not saying that they'll outright lie to you, but they've believed themselves some things that just really aren't true. And so when you hear them talk, you kind of have to step back and say, okay, I appreciate what you shared with me, but I'm going to go and confirm that by some secondary sources. 
I'm going to make sure somebody else has heard what you've heard. I'm going to make sure somebody else knows what you know. I want to make sure what you're telling me is the truth. There's a lot of things that we just can't put our confidence in. If I see a news story, I say, all right, let's wait a few months and see if that's the truth. If I hear a report, I say, all right, let's wait and see how it turns out. Because you just can't trust anyone hardly anymore. May I say this to you? You can trust Jesus. You can depend on Jesus. He says, Theophilus, the things you've heard about Jesus, every one of them are true. When you read this book, you're going to find that you can build your life on Jesus. In fact, if I could take just a portion from what Luke wrote to Theophilus later, he said this, telling the story that Jesus told. He said there were two men, and these two men were building houses. The houses were going up just side by side. I mean, they looked identical. You couldn't tell one from the other. They both had beautiful homes, and everything looked great right until the rain started falling. Everything looked beautiful with both of these houses right until the waves started crashing. Everything looked great about both of these houses right until the wind started blowing. And when the wind started blowing and the waves started crashing... Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbandist.us or you can call us at 336-677-3781 or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.